Hello friends and welcome to Deep Dive Lounge, the lowest highbrow interview podcast presented to you by Modern Escapism. My name is Oodles and in this second episode of the show I will be interviewing one of my very special friends and colleagues. Most of you know him as the Dungeon Master Extraordinaire from Do Dragons Dream of Scott Sheep, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast or an editor within the Modern Escapism Network. To me, he's Michael Downey. But to you, dear listener, he's Gadget 8-Bit. Hello, my very dear friend, and welcome. I hope you're comfortable. I'm very comfortable. It's lovely in here. Where did you get these leather sofas from? I noticed that they're better than the ones from the green room. Yeah, I got them from the hospice. Is this, <laughs> is this where the Patreon money's going? This is where the Patreon money's going. <laughs> also... It's really weird for you to call me by my actual name. Yeah, I thought so. I just, I just, when when I put the interview names, you'll have your real name on on the on the episode title. Yeah. Just make it a bit highbrow, or as I say, the lowest highbrow. Yeah. No. No. I, I'm 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 into it. It's just it's there's so many times I've taken the piss calling you Kenny because I know it winds you up, but you never call me Michael. You can call me Oodles for the rest of the episode, because I will call you Gadget for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah, let's let's stick to type. So if you're ready, I'm ready, it's time to answer the ten questions. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like I should make you, make you some, like, mastermind-style music for this bit. Mate, I, I would allow it. I would allow it. <laughs> like a doodle-doodle-doodle. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. So, let's go. Question number one. Who are you, and where are you from? Uh, so, yes, um, my real name is Michael Downey. Uh, I am from the northeast of England. I live in Newcastle, which I'm pretty sure you can establish from my my rather <laughs> robust accent. Your call centre <laughs> accent. I make me fucking call centre accent. Like, um, <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I'm from the northeast. I'm very proud of it. I love the northeast. Like, I've been all the way around the country, and there are some bits of the country I like. Most of it I don't. I'm thinking of that there, London. Yes. Because uh, we don't pay London prices for beer up here. No, we do not. No. Um, but, Jimmy Spe- I, I'm an all-purpose nerd, uh, musician, writer. Don't get paid enough for any of those things, so I do, I, I do an IT job as well. And, yeah, that's kind of... That's me. I don't think I'm the most interesting person, but... Yeah, I, I, I kind of just potter along in the northeast and enjoy it. Hmm. For the listeners that don't know you, you are an actual author. You have published a book, which yes. is very good, may I add? Yes, I published, published a book a few years ago called The Logan Prophecy, and I'm currently working on my second book. It's taken me about four or five years to find an idea I wanted for my second one, but I'm, I'm kind of making inroads into it. Still quicker than some famous authors, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a bigger beard than me as well. I'm very annoyed. <laughs> yes, yes, but yes, you are, you're a dear friend of mine. So let's move on to question number two. What are you drinking and why? And for the listener, this is the afternoon we're recording this. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 so currently I, I have a plastic cup of Pepsi Max because I'm a classer gentleman. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, were, were we in the proper proper lounge itself, you know, you know, yeah. got the ambience going, got all those kind of bankers' lights in the place and everything. I'd probably be drinking a nice Scotch, Scotch whiskey, single malt, something or other. Oh 
Yeah, you do. You do like your Scotch, don't you? Oh, I do. I love Scottish whiskey. No, I like Irish whiskey as well, but I'm not as stung on that one. Like Scottish whiskey is where it's at for me. Um, money, no object. It would be a, um, a nice glass of the Macallan. Oh, nice. Yeah, money. Money is no object. Yeah, but yeah, it's like fifty quid a bottle. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have sampled it twice, and every time, it's got some kind of creamy aftertaste to it that you can't find with a lot of whiskies. No, and that's why they can charge the big bucks for it. Yeah, yeah, it's very delicious. First, Good first, first time I ever had that, I was on I was on a works do, um, and I was at the time I was working with a load of consultants, and this uh, um, uh, the consultant that we were out with, he was just putting like things on the tab. And he came and he says, oh, what do you want to drink, Michael? I says, oh, I'll have, I'll, I'll have a whiskey. He says, oh, no worries. Come back and he just puts a glass in front of me and a bottle of the Macallan. Wow. I was like... I just took it home. I did, because <laughs> I was not going to drink all that all night. But it was like, this was in like a like a really posh club in central London. And like a glass of the Macallan there was £25 for a glass of it. Um, so that bottle would have been about four or £500 and he just put it on his Amex card and be done with it. I loved him. <laughs> You'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. <laughs> More people like that, please. So let's move on to question number three. If you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which would you choose? I would probably say flying because I feel like it's only perverts that say invisible. Yeah, that's similar to my previous guest, Planty. He, he said he wanted to be invisible, but not for perverted reasons. <laughs> Now, I, I, I'd fly mostly because, like, much as I enjoy driving, I hate traffic, and I imagine, imagine just being able to fly wherever I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, you can make a little bit of extra money by, you know, trailing trailing advertising hoardings behind you and everything and stuff like that. So, And being the man on Earth that can fly. I reckon you wouldn't need to work again. No, probably, yeah, there, there is there is that too. And, you know, if, if, if I can fly fast enough, I might even be able to, like, turn back time every time I do something really embarrassing or, like, say something really stupid and offend somebody. Just like spin, spin the earth backwards a couple, a couple of times, go back maybe about 15 minutes, come back down to, to my past self and give him a slap and say, nope, don't say that. Proven in Richard Donner's Superman. Yeah, I mean, that is scientific fact. That is yes, how time works. Absolutely. Yeah, it wouldn't affect anything else in the time-space continuum nope. whatsoever. Not at all. Wouldn't destroy the planet, wouldn't affect the tides. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I just had this random thought when, super, when Superman's doing that. What, are, like, what about those women who are giving birth at that moment? <laughs> <laughs> like it's at out. what cost, Superman? At yeah. what cost? <laughs> out. It goes back in, and they have to give birth again. Oh yeah, this has got, got through the most grueling moment of the life <laughs> again. <laughs> why does my brain work like this? This is this is why you're on the show, mate. Don't worry. This is what happens when it's me and you talking one-on-one, this strange shit. <laughs> yeah, and I am extremely sober today, this afternoon, which so I should be. I've seen you drinking from a can. I can't tell whether it's monster or whether it's uh, beer. It's it's monster energy because I, I was given it free in the supermarket by, do you know, those people that say, try this, we can't sell it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you need And I was like, drinks. yes. I went back in with my glasses off and my hair down <laughs> to get more. But she, she went, no, that's you. <laughs> come out come out with a whole trolley full, full of monster kids we're eating this week. <laughs> that's exactly all the calories you need. Mm, oh, God, imagine. It's, it's disgusting if it makes you feel any Which flavour is it? Mango Loco. Mango Loco. Ooh. Is it one of the juice oh, ones? Yeah, it's, 
Yeah, it's disgusting. Ah, I hate the juice ones. I don't mind the ultra, like the white one, the white can. That's that's really nice. But yeah, I like the white can. Can't have the juice. I'm finishing this though because I've cracked it open. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> so yes, let's move on to question number four. Um, what was the last gift you received or gave someone or both? Uh, the last gift I received would be my little synthesizer down here, which is uh, the last birthday present I got mm. this year. Um, or oh, actually. No, 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 yeah, it's, it's the last one, because the other one I was thinking of, um, one, of the, one of the patrons sent me a pound of dice. Um, yeah, I remember that. On yeah. my birthday, but it arrived before I got the synth. So yeah, um, synthesizer to Korg Minilog, little kind of um, 36-key analog synthesizer. It's absolutely beautiful little thing. Got no oh, fucking clue stunning. how to use it properly, but it makes some really nice noises. I wouldn't worry. People that have been playing synthesizer for 30 years still don't know how to fully work them. Oh, it's all experimentation. Yeah, you see these videos going, oh, you can do this, that, and the other with it. And it's like, yeah, you've clearly spent a week just kind of hitting buttons, and then, oh, you've just pulled up a preset. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, the, that's the last gift I received. Uh, the last gift I gave... I can't remember what the last gift I gave was. Ah, actually, it's tough, te- isn't no, it, that? No, I, I, know, I, I, I know what it is. You, um, you just haven't received it yet. <gasps> oh. Um, because because I'm buying and it's it's kind of for the podcast, but I'm buying the Stranger Things D and D set. Nah, oh man, so, you know you you know how to get me going. Yeah, so because 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 the, the the whole idea, dear listener, if you listen to Score Cheap, is we do occasionally do one shot specials. We did Alien RPG a little while ago. Um, yes, when we have our next podcast meetup. Um, I'm buying the Stranger Things D and D set. So if we have time during all the recordings, Oodles can run a session. Because he wants to try. By the time you've listened to this episode, you're more than likely. I'm more likely. I've probably already done it, which yeah. is how time works and how. Oh, I'm I'm excited, mate. Or, or I was, and <laughs> it will. I don't know how time works. No flat circle. Everything we don't know how these things work, but uh, from from our current positions as we sit here, it it, it has the potential yes. to be exciting, and I do hope that we get the time to play it through. Uh, mate, I will, I will put hours down for that, absolutely. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, you know it, it, me and Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I, I know that. The, the main worry I've got is that, like, you know, some people might be too drunk to or too hungover yes. to play. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Based on previous We'll experience. cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, uh, question number five. Nice pace, by the way. This is, this is, this is, uh, we're cooking on gas and yeah, I'm enjoying don't it. Don't fuck around. This is the question that I, that I expect people to struggle on. We got a very good answer from Planty last episode. Uh, question number five is, what inspires you? Now, you can get as deep or as surface level as you want on this one. What inspires me? So, there, there's a, a few things that inspire me. Um, mm. Memories tend to be the things that inspire me. Um, so... You know quite well my storied history of kind of my previous life before I, um, I, I met my current partner. And, you know, yes. I was married. I was in a miserable marriage and all that kind of thing. As a teenager, I was bullied a lot and stuff like that. And there was always this kind of concurrent concurrent thing through me growing up and in my 20s of being told I can't do things. Or yeah. that um, my ex-wife did it a lot. Like, a lot of the people in my life did. Not, not my parents. My parents were lovely, but like, you know, some teachers and stuff like that in school or some people I was around with. You can't do this. Um, and like, for instance, um, I always wanted to draw. I always wanted to learn to draw. Um, and 
I remember being in art class in like year nine and mm. I was trying to do something I thought was interesting and thought would be nice. And I remember my teacher saying, says, you don't have the skills to do that. Clearly art isn't, a, isn't for you. And it's yeah. taken me to the point where I'm 36 years old and I, this week I, I bought Photoshop and I've started learning how to draw because just like, you know, fuck it, I'm an adult. I, I've got adult money, I can play with things, but it's like, and I'm enjoying it. Like, yes, I don't have the technical skills that people who've been drawing since since they came out of the womb can do, but <laughs> yeah. I'm enjoying doing art, just making things. And It's it goes, good, isn't it? It's good for the soul. Yeah, and it's the same as like the D&D, D&D stuff. Like, I kind of always wanted to play it through my 20s. I wanted to learn how to play it. And I always remember my ex, ex-wife saying, oh, that's just the thing fucking nerds do. Why would you yeah. want to do that? Um... And I kind of put it off, and even though you know I would watch stuff like Critical Role, the Dimension Twenty, and stuff uh, over the years, I just kind of never really got to do it. Um, and same, you know, I, I used to do make YouTube videos a lot or, or Twitch stream, and I could I was kept constantly being told like, "Oh, you're not good enough to do this. You can't do this." And I, I eventually gave it up. And it wasn't until kind of we started the podcast together, I realized, you know what, I'm a fucking adult. I can do this. So kind yes. of a lot of these negative memories inspire me to a degree. Um, but I do. I, there are positive inspirations as well. Like um, my partner Pip, she's a massive inspiration to me because oh, yeah. she encourages me to just let the weird out. Like half the shit that happens in Scored Sheep wouldn't happen be- without her because she like helps me brainstorm the really weird stuff that you do. Like she's the one that encouraged me to bring Oropan back in the second season <laughs> because she enjoyed that sequence so much when I was making Stig feel uncomfortable. Um, and then I kind of fleshed him out as an actual character that you all talk to and you all interact with, and you know he's got he's yeah. got a nice little relationship with Capri, and um, I feel like he's one of your greatest creations. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so like Pip inspires me a lot, and she helps kind of push me forward into things or kind of help me reframe my thoughts. Like I'll come up to her with an idea for something I want to put you through, or some cool idea for a narrative or something. And she'll be like, mm. eh, maybe not, but why don't you try this? And she kind of, she's very good at helping to refocus me on things. Um, she's a bit like a test audience. Yeah, a, a little bit, because she gets my humor, but she's also kind of separated enough from it to be, because she is a listener of that podcast as well. She enjoys yes. just listening to it. Also, uh, she's on an episode of it. She is. And she's desperate to come mm. back on again to make you feel uncomfortable again. <laughs> she's very good at that. She is very good at that. She's your kryptonite. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so she she helps kind of helps me reframe things. Like she helped me write the uh, Trevor went down to Georgia song because I did oh, the first yeah, draft stunning. of that. Then she kind of had a pass at it, and you know she made up some of the, some of the jokes that went into it. And yeah, so she I think she's probably my biggest inspiration at the minute. But the, the drive that I have to do these various creative endeavors is based on just people over the years just saying, "No, you can't do that," or "No, you're not good enough to do that," or "Why would you want to do that? You'll just fail at it." It's just like, "No, fuck it, I'm going to do it." Yeah, I think that, I think you've, you've you've garnered a superpower from darkness there. I think you've pulled something that that is a negative aspect of your past into something positive. You seek, uh, like you, you don't seek um, like a way in. You, you you just seek some positive affirmation. Yeah, and does that that's, that is a superpower, mate? And you should be absolutely proud of yourself for that. I'm I'm, I'm happy with my way of plodding along. I'm, I'm fine not being the greatest at everything in the world I'm happy just being good at what I do yes and enjoying the process fantastic excellent excellent answer beautiful again that question's always going to get people thinking yeah well, I, I guess question. people are going to interpret inspiration in different ways yeah that's a great answer so let's move on to uh, question number six 
If you could compare yourself with any animal, what would it be and why? Oh, there's several answers to this one. Uh, <laughs> one, a Labrador, because I'm a walking bin. I will just eat. <laughs> uh, two, a seagull, because I'm a loudmouth arsehole. You are loud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and probably something like a gorilla, because I just like kind of chilling and picking me nose. Yeah, yeah, I, I have I have viewed you in person, just just I'm being you and relaxing. Well. Yeah, you're relaxing. You, you sat there, you're comfortable in yourself, licked out on a leather sofa in a karaoke booth. Yeah, I, I, I can see the gorilla aspect yeah. perfectly. Just 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 a man comfortable enjoys comfort. There's exactly. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah and I have been known to throw me man. shit, but that's <laughs> that was a very specific circumstance, and why I'm not allowed at football grounds anywhere in the UK anymore. Yeah, completely bad. Excellent, excellent answer. <laughs> not instead, that's no true. Just plain. <laughs> Guys, he is a professional dungeon master. He will make up things. Yeah. <laughs> for the narrative. Actually, to be fair, that reminds me, we haven't had a creature that's thrown shit at you lot yet. I'm going to write that down somewhere. <laughs> that's worrying. Let's move on to the next question. I just give question. you the guard you to fight at some point. I- I'm into it. This is one of my favourite questions, this one. So... Imagine we finish the interview and you step outside your home office yep. and you find a lottery ticket that ends up winning £10 million. What would you do? Uh, the right thing. I would take it to a police station and say, I found this. It's the it's the winning ticket. Give them my details. And if no one claims it in uh, two weeks or something like that... I think it's something like that, yeah. Yeah, I would then claim it with Camelot. And yeah, I, do you know what? that people People might turn around and say, what a lame answer, but with you, I believe you. Genuinely. Well, there's 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 two things for me. One, it is actually the right thing to do. Like someone will be looking for that. Of um, but also, if um, if you went to Camelot, the people who run the national lottery um, or Lotto or whatever it's called now, uh, and you and you said to them, "Here, I found I found this. Gimme," they'll just go, "Well, no, we have to offer it to the rightful owner because they know where the tickets come from and stuff like that." Yeah, so proof you, of purchase and stuff like that. Yeah, so you know, if you hand it to a police station, they've tried to find the person. No one's come forward. They give you the receipt to say that. Then you can go to Camelot and claim it. Yeah, because I couldn't imagine the police would put up a poster saying, "We found a winning lottery ticket. Who, who wants to claim it?" They'd just keep it quiet, wouldn't they, until someone actually phones up. Surely, I think so. I don't know how the police actually handle that kind of stuff, but. Yeah, I would, I would, I would do the right thing. Ultimately, like you know, I'll be hoping that no one claimed it and I could claim it. But you know, I would hate. I think I would hate to be that person that got rich off someone else's misery or someone else's misfortune. It would, it would kind of feel like cursed money, wouldn't it? In a way, yeah, it's slightly Final Destination, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah, something's um, gonna happen. <laughs> like if you made no, att- it, uh, if you made no attempt to like kind of try and find who's it belonged to. Then mm. yeah, it's it's effectively the same as stealing. Like you know, I've I've, 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 I've done this before. Like I remember um, when I was a kid, I was walking around the village I lived in, and um, I found an envelope with like five hundred quid cash in it, and I just took it to the police station. I, I again, I genuinely believe you would do that. Me on the other hand, not so much. Oh, you'd have, <laughs> you'd have it spent eighteen seconds later. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I like that. That's a very honest answer. People go, lame. I don't care. This is a deep dive lounge. We can be lame if we want to be. Love it. Lovely answer. Lovely answer. So, question number eight. If you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island, but all your human needs, such as food and water, were taken care of, what two items would you want to have with you? Hmm. 
So uh, I'm by myself, yeah? You're by yourself. There is electric electricity and stuff like that. Don't worry about amenities. Right, okay. There's so, Wi-Fi as well, somehow. <laughs> okay, well, it, well, in, in that case, then, I want a guitar. I thought you'd say that. With and an and I, I, I want a mobile phone so I can call for help. <laughs> <laughs> if there's... Stop putting, punching holes through my question. <laughs> you said there was Wi-Fi there. There is, mate. There is. There is. If there, if, if, if there wasn't Wi-Fi, I would want a, I would want a completely full Kindle. That's a great idea, mate. Yes. Just sit and read and play guitar. Be the chillest chillest way to die ever. But the thing is, there's there's water and and food, so... Just the chillest life ever. Yeah, and the problem is, eventually, let's say you did have a a mobile phone or a Kindle, which would somehow have some kind of connectivity to the outside world. You could eventually, when you get bored, call for help. Yeah. Treat it as a little couple of month holiday, and you'd be tanned and lush. Do I get to do, do, do have a beach ball to have like kind of a quasi homosexual imaginary relationship with? Yeah, if you want, if you want, mate. <laughs> Absolutely, well, Shore Island. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. So, question number nine. We're getting there, mate. We're nearly there. So, unfortunately, things turned for the worse on the island. You, uh, you like we've planted. You got typhoid or some kind of water virus to the brain. All right. You came out. You were saved, and you went on a rampage, mate. You went on a rampage. You're on death row now. Right. Okay. And tonight is your final meal. What are you having? Right. Okay. So there, there's there's two schools of thought on this one. Hmm. One. Something. Some very poorly prepared bluefish. Because if I can die and not give them the satisfaction of executing me, that would that that, that would that if I'm going on a rampage, I might as well go out on my terms. Absolutely, mate. I love that. But the um, the 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 genuine answer would it's it, it's kind of a difficult one because I kind of like all food. Um, yes. But I I think probably the best thing I ever ate was um, was there's a, a tavernyaki restaurant in Newcastle called Hannah Hannah. Wow. And you know the ones where they cook it on the griddle in front of you. Oh yeah. Um, I would I would have their kind of um, kind of egg fry uh, like their special fried rice and um, and kind of hot and sour chicken. It's fucking incredible. Mm, mm. I'm, I'm like I don't eat meat anymore, but I miss stuff like that. Watching things get prepared and then you've seen it out however you want it. The chef saying. Ready? Are you, do you want it now? Do you want it now? And you're like, mm, you're a little more. Yeah. And, oh, it's just such a good feeling. It's a, it's a great experience. Yeah. Those places. It's obviously naturally got to be covered in sriracha sauce as well because it has 100%. to be. Percent. That that is good. But then then you then you've got to bear in mind that it's going to be the prison guards cooking this for you. <laughs> yeah, which is why I go for the bluefish. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's what you're going down with. Yeah. Oh, we don't have to uh, boot up old Smokey today because he's dead already. <laughs> It's that it's a it's a it's that old, old comic or something where the where the where the, where the guards uh, say to the prisoner, "I can't wait to throw the switch on you tomorrow." <laughs> oh, for my last, what do you want for your last meal? Oh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He eats it. Says, Why did you want that? You could have anything in the worst. Because I'm allergic to peanut butter. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is the way to go. I, I'm I'm one of those people that'd be like, I'd leave it to the very last minute just in case someone screams in and goes, "No, he's innocent." <laughs> It'll never happen. 
Not at that stage, anyway. I mean, if, if, if you knew you'd done the rampage, you know that's not going to happen. Oh, you've done the rampage, mate. That was <laughs> it. You went crazy. <laughs> so, um, this is it. The final question. You've done very well so far. Very entertaining, mate. No, thank you. So, question number 10. What music would you choose to play every time you walk into a room? What's your theme tune? Um, ooh, ill me theme tune. I mean, the the, the, the easy answer is um, is theme music by Professor Elemental because you know that one. It is literally theme I like music. That one. Um, but then uh, there's something about something about the um, the seventies Wonder Woman theme tune that I just quite like. That that is so it's, it's, cool. It's the bass yeah. Is that it's just like oh yeah. so funky. Granted, every time I walk in a room, you would get Wonder Woman. But I'd have the mine would be very similar. I'd want the Sailor Moon transformation song. <laughs> He's such a fucking weeb. <laughs> and I'd spin around as well. Doing my poses. Doing poses in a little mini skirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're about as thin as one of those anime girls. <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a that's a great answer. Wonder Woman, the original. Not the not the Gal Gadot. No, no, uh, no. Not the <laughs> Yeah, that's too one. much. No, no. <laughs> the original one. If you go on YouTube and listen to it, it's a fucking bop. It's so funny. It, it is, mate. It is really I, I, good. I, I always, like. I always like it when some Family Guy. Yeah, I always really appreciate it. Do, do you remember um, uh, Lego Batman Three when you got like the whole yes. Justice League? Every time you play as Wonder Woman, started flying that music <laughs> playing in the background. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Ah, <laughs> oh, sensational. I remember playing that through my ex-wife, and I just kept playing as Wonder Woman. Why are you a Wonder Woman? We don't need you here. Because it's funny. Listen to the music. <laughs> like she, 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 she'd be like on on the phone on the phone with her mum or something like that, and would start like have the game pause, just unpause, and just start flying around and have Wonder Woman playing in the background. Oh, <laughs> that was fun. Good times. Well, you've you've co- you've completed it, mate. You've actually platinumed this quiz. Completed you've, it, mate. You've done it with a plum. It was sensational. It's been a pleasure. And now I'm going to allow you to plug your wares, and it's also my wares, luckily. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if, if if you if you enjoy this 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 smattering of bullshittery that we put across here, make sure mm. you go to modernescapism.co.uk. You can find our main podcast. Um, you can also find Do Dragons Dream of Scorch Sheep, which is our D&D podcast, which I DM. They're all fun. We have a Patreon. I'm sure you're, you're spitting the Patreon for this one as well, Oogles. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> give us give us money and we give you more things. So many more things. Yeah. Just wait until there's and, a Marvel and, series on. You'll never be. You'll get sick of Oogles because <laughs> you'll have three podcasts coming there plus Patreon podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is low key oodles. This is a, this is a, a different kind. This is my other persona. Oh, I'm not I'm not sure I like this oodles. He's, I like the I like the I like the, the, the chaotic oodles. I've not burped yet, have I? You've not burped. You've not coughed. You've not cleared your throat. You've not puffed on your vape. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Who are you? This is this is the deep dive lounge. There's rules, mate. There's rules. Well, I'm, there can't be that many rules because there's still that bucket of sick that plant you left in here. <laughs> he told me to keep it here. Told me to give it in. You need to sort the my, my, out. my guests get everything they desire. But let me just thank you again, Gadget. Thank you for helping me on this little journey and to the modern escapism network that I am one of the founders of. <laughs> so I'm thanking myself. Yeah, this is kind of very allowing this. This is, this is like podcast masturbation, isn't it? You've done oh, a high class version of your own podcast with one of your own hosts. <laughs> 
It's as meta beyond meta. I but thank you, it, mate. Say it, you'll appear. Oh no, he's coming. He'll be on one episode, trust me. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much, pal. I love you very dearly. And oh. um, and I will see you when we record the actual podcast. Yeah, which one? We, we, I think we have two coming up. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> or in person. Or we will have been in person. No, time. <laughs> so, thank you. And this has been episode two of the Deep Dive Lounge. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.